We are Wrestling Elitists. Welcome to the AEW Revolution Preview Bonus Show. I am your co-host, Alex Gibson, alongside succulent Sean Nash and Chris Scott Feed Me More. What's going on, boys? Very succulent today. Very succulent. (laughs) You got me so (laughs) bad. Oh, man. (laughs) I figured I'd tie it in since I'm assuming that that's the uh, big announcement tonight is uh, Ryback is the new GM. So the big guy. If you want to make money, go for the Ryback. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everybody, please subscribe to our show via Apple or Spotify. Give us a five-star review to help us uh, grow the show. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Latest Podcasts. If you have a question that you want us to discuss on the show, feel free to add it to one of the comments section or tag us on Twitter or reach out to us on our website, wrestlingleaders.com, where you can also find our latest match ratings and reviews and articles as well. Today is an exciting day. Uh, it's AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. We're filming right before that. So um, as we go into this preview show, there might be some things that change, some stuff that we're not exactly sure of uh, when it comes to final things on the card. But we're going to go uh, do our best to guess what that stuff's going to be and and uh, use educated guesses. I mean, I think last time I was like, I think, did I go like almost 100% on all my guesses last mm. old year? I'm pretty sure I was, I was like mm. six for seven. And I think you guys were like two for seven. I would uh, task the listeners to go back, listen and and send us a message on how we, how we did. But I, I don't recall that being that good. Well, like the WWE, I like to overinflate uh, my my accomplishments. So fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> well, let's yeah, jump right into 000, it. Uh, things right. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump right into it, boys. Match of the night: Andrade yes. Hardy Family Office versus Fuck. Darby Sting and Sammy. What do we think is going to happen, Sean? Let's go to you first. Uh, hopefully, a quick pinfall. Uh, this is just a clusterfuck. Uh, the whole. Andrade Hardy family order just makes no sense. Doesn't seem like anyone's really getting over in this match. Uh, clearly, Darby, Sting, and Sammy are going to win, and hopefully, hopefully, it's first match, and we maybe even a pre-show kind of thing, and we get it over with real quick. What do you think, Chris? I'm hoping for a 60-minute Broadway. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, uh, no, I think this is a very uh, transparent way to get Sting and Darby on the card. Sammy's there too because he has the TNT, TNT title. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Matt is going to be uh, repackaged as broken Matt Hardy coming up soon. And then, of course, we have Andrade is still kind of drowning and he's going to probably need another refresh again, which isn't good. So, yeah, I'm just kind of not feeling this match. I guess Darby and Sting win will be. I think rather than guessing who wins, let's who's going to eat the pin. I feel like it's going to be one of uh, private party because I, oh, I think uh, I think Cassidy. I think we're going to see private part. Yeah, I think we're going to see private party feud with the Hardy Boys pretty early on there. So um, that's that's my guess of where that's going to go. Is you probably see Cassidy who has had a couple of pins that he's already taken. Um, so I think uh, also though Darby Sting Sammy obviously get this win, and hopefully we get to see. Uh, Sammy and Darby do something crazy because when they face each other, they always do. So I'm sure they've got something planned where somebody's going to land on the neck or something like that. So (laughs) next we've got the face of the revolution ladder match. So that match is currently consisting of Wardlow, Hobbs, Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, Keith Lee, and a to be determined opponent. So let's go. First of all, who do we think is winning? And second of all, who do we think that final opponent will be? Um, 
Fingers crossed. I think this is Wardlow. I think this kind of feeds into maybe a little bit of turning on MJF, maybe some fuckery later on of him getting him back. I think Wardlow's the winner. Chris? Yeah, I'm always down for fuckery. No, uh, I think uh, Keith Lee or Wardlow is going to get this. I think the last contestant will be what, Buddy Matthews? Uh, I think he's scheduled to wrestle Pac for the last remaining spot, but I don't think. Scorpio Sky. Or Scorpio Sky? Oh, okay. I thought it was Pac he was wrestling. Well, it just shows how irrelevant this last spot is. So I think it's going to be either Keith Lee or Wardlow that wins. I my guess is though Keith Lee. I yeah, I think uh Scorpio Sky will be that last member there. I th- I go Wardlow because I think that that's how we end up seeing the MJF stuff continue to go down with him and because he has already talked about a couple member a couple months ago when they had uh, Smart Mark Sterling come in and explain to Wardlow that right. MJF owns all of his accomplishments so my my money there is on the war dog moving on we've got chris jericho and eddie kingston um i think these two had a really good uh promo battle was was that a week ago now or two weeks ago yeah it was last week Um, yeah last week uh they do such a good job in in making eddie always seem like such a great underdog i'm looking forward to this match uh sean what are your thoughts and predictions here? Yeah, that that was a great promo battle between the two of them. It kind of got overshadowed by with us by the um, the MJF promo, but I think this could be a show stealer. Uh, Eddie Kingston always kind of has that ability when the match doesn't really mean anything. He always shows out, and I think this might hopefully kind of leads to a, a Jericho exit for a little bit. Hopefully, maybe just hear him on Rampage every week, but keep him out of the ring. Keep uh keep that jacket on, and we don't have to see those spray painted abs. What do you think, Chris? <laughs> uh, you said it exactly. Uh, this was a great promo by Jericho and Kingston, but it did get overshadowed by the best promo ever, perhaps. So I think uh, this would have had more momentum coming into it. Um, and it's I don't know, not the fault of AEW, but when you have such a stacked card and everyone is uh hitting on all cylinders, you're going to have matches that just get overshadowed by other ones. And this one looks like it's has potential to be a show stealer any other time, but uh, based on what else is on the card, this may not be the match of the night. Like it would have been the obvious choice for uh, maybe on any other card. Uh, I hope Eddie Kingston wins because they've set the storyline up to be, he can't win the big one. And he has, what was it? Achieve a phobia. Yes. So, <laughs> so yes. hopefully he does get a chance to win here because he has lost a lot of pay-per-view matches and he's due for one. Um, and he's done too many heel turns all of a sudden where he becomes a bad guy. And he's yeah, I, I don't want him to get in Kane territory where he's constantly turning. And there's a lot of goodwill behind him where he certainly needs it. And the goodwill isn't as strong behind Jericho. I, I think, yeah, I think that this has to be a Eddie Kingston win here, mostly because how many times now have we watched the person that's facing Eddie? Their whole story is, Eddie, you can't do it. Eddie, you can't do it. You know, you've you've always self-sabotaged. You're not, you know, you can never win the big one. You can only run that story so many times before he needs to actually get that win. Feels like Jericho is kind of the right guy to give him that because Mox was obviously at the top of his game at the time when that was going on punk, you weren't going to really have, have that first loss there. So uh, I think you have to go with, with Eddie here. I'm, I'm looking to be happily surprised um, when I'm worried though, that Jericho is going to wear some weird outfit because he made the point of like, you're going to get the old Chris Jericho. Like, please don't come out as the pain maker. I don't, 
I don't need to see that again. Please, I don't. No. I, he just looks like a weirdo at Warp Tour. What if he comes out with like his like 1993 outfit? He comes up as like when he was Bo-tailed like cosplaying as Shawn Michaels from the Rockers. Um, oh. And Jericho also said on Wrestling Twitter it got reposted, but like he's like, yeah, I can have a five star match basically anytime I want. So he kind of like <laughs> shot his shot a little bit. I was like, okay, bro, I don't know if your our skills are the same, but. Uh, I think he's looking to have a great match and he thinks Eddie can pull it off. So hopefully that's the case. Comparing Eddie Kingston to Kane is turning so many times. I would love to see corporate Eddie Kingston just in a suit, <laughs> pinstripes with a Yankee hat. Classic. I want to see libertarian uh, yep. Eddie Kingston <laughs> going up and just <laughs> talking shit about the Ukraine war. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird turn that would be, especially uh, if he does it in like Eddie Kingston's vernacular. <laughs> oh my god yeah let's make light out of a huge tragedy that's gonna start world war three yay yeah, for us yeah, yeah fuck <laughs> his lots all right well speaking of uh some former wwe guys with jericho there let's go into the next match the namesake that's gonna make sean have to sing on the podcast brian danielson versus john moxley in a uh we gotta bleed together before we can tag together match what are your thoughts there sean yeah brian was uh really good in his match last week and then this led to a great promo of moxley coming out telling him we need to bleed together i love that that should be how any friendship or business partnership should start that's how it went with us we all bled together but uh yeah this definitely is probably top two three matches of the the whole card i think uh i wonder what the means if moxley wins does he does he have to join the crew? Does he take over the crew if he wins? I see Brian though winning. I think he's just been on a tear, and I don't. I don't know if you uh, stop him now. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, it's funny. Um, I was listening to our full gear preview just to see how we did the last preview show, and we were talking uh, about yeah. that being a match. Then that was supposed to be on the card before uh he uh moxley went out so it's just kind of funny how long this uh, feud has been in gestation and obviously a totally different storyline with this new shade of brian danielson see what i did there uh totally new character so i think this has the potential to be a four and a half plus star match i think they're going to tear the house down hopefully they get a significant amount of time at least 15 minutes to put on a story uh hopefully they get 20 to 25 that would be ideal uh i think this is going to be potentially match of the night i'm going to go with danielson though in this one but it's so hard to predict i mean this is just a pick but that's the great thing about AEW pay-per-views for their marquee matches you don't know who's gonna win and it's satisfying either way um and i requested a, a fan vote last week about uh, if i actually have to sing a song um i want to see those ballots ballots i want um i'm gonna fight this with as much intensity and veracity if that's a word as donald trump and his january sixers because well- I got some news for you, my friend. We actually did do a fan vote and an overwhelming one person responded. Damn so it. we have decided to go in another direction with your punishment. So as a credible, pro- that's a credible voter. Oh yeah. US very- citizen. It's man, it's the man who brought AEW to Detroit. Detroit. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's, that's a pretty good person then. Single-handedly ran the campaign. So as I, before uh, we recorded this, I did a shitty Bane voice of your punishment should be more severe, even though that just sounds like Elmer Fudd <laughs> right now. But basically what Alex and I decided behind your back that your punishment will be 
is that you will review on WrestlingElitist.com the latest episode of Corey you and know, Carmella. I, I watched WWE Raw on Monday, and I saw a trailer for a commercial for this, and oh, I knew something bad was going to come of the that becoming un- <laughs> into my eyeballs. Fuck. So we are eagerly anticipating your write-up of that. We hope My debut article yeah, is debut article on the website. Carmella and Corey. How beautiful. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck. I'd rather say. Whatever. Damn. You got me. It guys. looks like a very tasteful show and something that you can watch with the family and, uh, you know, really feel like you're not wasting your life and uh, want to commit suicide after watching that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that nobody, uh, no networks picked up this, this show yeah. and that they're, that they're putting it on YouTube. It's just incredible. So, but there's like three uh, genital wart jokes in the trailer alone. Like that was just revolting. Like, damn. Uh. Uh, man, they just seem like uh, everybody has knows that couple from high school, don't they? The uh, Corey, Corey, and Carmelo. We mm-hmm. all, we all witness it. We all see their like breakups and everything on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're invested. So actually, maybe both, it will be fun. Both wear too much cheetah print. Yep, we all had them. <laughs> Uh, I did not give my prediction here yet, so let's reel it back in real quick. And uh, Brian Danielson, I believe, also will win. I don't think that they're going to have him win or lose twice uh, after just losing to uh, Hangman. Also, my prediction for kind of the next step of this is after Danielson wins, because he actually was afraid of Mox this whole time, he's going to win and he's going to say, I don't, why would I want you in my faction? I, I'm better than you anyways. And he'll pick somebody else up, whether it's Samoa Joe or uh, maybe Cesaro now uh, or something like that. So that's my, uh, my bold prediction for kind of the new storyline. As we saw Tony Khan announced that there'll be new storylines coming out of this pay-per-view, which is a really weird thing to announce. That's like announcing that there's also going to be wrestling matches at the show. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. Uh, my most anticipated match of the night, uh, by far PG punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. I, you know, I know a couple weeks ago I was kind of shitting on it cause I was like, I don't want there to be another dog collar match when the last one was Brody versus Cody. And I liked that match so much and it was Brody's last match in AEW last match overall. Um, but the more I think about it, the more excited I am because who could pull off a better a dog collar match than that, uh, better than these two. So, uh, Sean, where are you leaning on that? Yeah, the, hopefully this is no uh, no PG Punk here. Hopefully this is classic CM Punk. Uh, I hope this is as brutal as, as it should be. I hope we don't get a little fuckery with the CM Punk kind of trying to hold back with MJS last promo. Hopefully it's balls to the wall, blood, guts, and... Uh, I see CM Punk winning this maybe with a Wardlow Wardlow fuckery because if depending on where the the match is hit in the night, who knows? I'm going CM Punk. Yeah, I think this match is going to be fantastic. I'm excited for it. I think this has been the best storyline they've had in maybe the whole run of the promotion. They've been feuding since what? October? November. I mean, it's going on for quite a long time. So for them to have this much momentum still is amazing. Dog collar match. Great gimmick. uh, Metaphorically fits perfectly. I'm going to go with CM Punk on this. Um, 
It just feels like, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go with MJF. I just changed my mind. I'm going to go with MJF. I kind of kind of want to, too. Yeah, I think MJF is going to win this one. Well, your guys are really throwing off my groove because I was going to go. I was going to go MJF. And then Sean just kind of making the point about maybe Wardlow screwing this up kind of made me start thinking because I, I feel like after this match, if MJF wins, he has to go be going for the title, right? Right. And I don't know if it's time for that, especially with the Wardlow stuff. You got to f- get that figured out. So I just kind of, as you said, that kind of had the thought that I think Wardlow will win the face of the revolution ladder match somehow causes MJF to lose, like whether it's on purpose or not, or maybe it's Sean Spears, but somehow it looks like it's, you know, Sean Spears hits Wardlow. He hits MJF and does something stupid like that. So that way MJF focuses attention on Wardlow and wanting that contract that Wardlow has in order to get whatever it is that he wants. So I am actually going to go ahead and commit to CM Punk winning this match. So what are your two finals? Are you guys changing? Or are you staying Chris? I think I'm going to go back and I'll say CM Punk wins. <laughs> yeah, you, you, laid out, you laid out a good argument. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. Like, we're we're recording this episode an hour before Dynamite starts. So we don't know, like, what the next beat of the story is going to be. And it hit such a high watermark last week with the reveal about the anti-Semitic bullying that he suffered. So, like, who the hell knows how they're going to be moving this story now? So maybe... Uh, Maybe I'll go in post-production and I'll change who we predict to win uh, just to, you know, screw around with Alex just one more time. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Sean? Where, where are you committing to? I'm sticking with my second choice in MJF. I just, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, it's going to happen. It's going to be well, good. I, That's all we need to know. It's going to be fucking great. Well, uh, as as we know, I am the Swami and the Oracle of this of this podcast because every single time oh, I guess oh, this oh. this HBO Max news, and it looks like I might be right this time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guess something enough times, eventually you'll be right. They're going so, on Paramount, son. Paramount Plus. It's fifty fifty. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> Terrible app, but yeah. That'd be cool. They're going on, going on Pluto TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going on Slang. What's the, did you guys see, uh, EC3 and Braun Strowman's thing, control your narrative. They announced that they have a streaming deal with a streaming company that doesn't exist yet. Well, they haven't even been unrolled pro wrestling.tv sounds pretty legit. So Uh this might be becoming a control your narrative podcast starting April 1st. We should register the domain name. (laughs) <laughs> just it wouldn't cost me that much money it's only like i think it's like 30 bucks for me to pay for it with my one account i could get it <laughs> sorry braun Strowman. i love it <laughs> moving on we've got the tbs title jade cargill versus ty conti looking forward to seeing this match uh because i think jade has she's had some actually some pretty solid matches since she's taken on the title there's been a couple that have been not so great um, but I, I think that Ty Conti is going to be the first good, you know, opponent for her really in this time. So what are your thoughts here, Sean? Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any doubt that Jade Cardgill retains. I think this kind of gives her a viable or like a, a legit contender to the title and a opponent that she'd be a good win. Yeah. Everyone else has kind of been jabronis or I don't even know who. So yeah. I was gonna say Sean or Chris, you're a college football guy. What do they call it? Like quality wins or something like that, right? Yeah, that, there you that go. That matters. Strength of yeah. schedule. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. She's Chris, speaking from Jabron Janes. <laughs> so I think uh, nice yeah, one. this is going to be a maybe the victim of like where it's placed on the card because theoretically, I think they deserve ten minutes. But if they're running out on time, it only makes sense for Jane just to squash her because she needs to be dominant, needs to be female Goldberg. So I could see this being a victim of cut time and being three minutes, five minutes, and she just goes heavy over on Ty. But uh, Tony likes her a lot, though, and he sees so much in her. So who knows if she's going to get squash squash. So we'll see. It'll be fun, though, but I don't think there's any doubt on what the uh, outcome is going to be. I I don't see it being a squash because I think Ty Conti is one of the people that they really see as like somebody that they could build as like that first, the first like true women star that they've built beyond uh, Brit. Because I think Thunder Rosa came in and was already pretty established as a, a really good women's wrestler. Um, and and then even like Sheeta and those, you know, some of the other people that have been brought in. Um, so I think I think that Ty is a little bit like a project for AEW in terms of like what they've taken her from being to now. So I don't see that being a squash, but ultimately I do see Jade getting the W there. Um, so next we've got a uh, tag team three three team match. Uh, where we're not gonna, we don't we're not going to know who that final team is until uh, the end of tonight, but I think we all probably have a pretty good guess on who it's going to be. So we've got Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon, uh, and then that third spot, I think we're probably all on the same page that that's most likely the Young Bucks. Oh, Ass Boys! What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, maybe them. But uh, <laughs> moving moving into that match. Who do we see winning that? And then let's, because it's a multi-team match, who do we see? Which team do we think is going to take the pin there? Sean? Um, I definitely think it's the Young Bucks. I think that kind of gives Jurassic Express maybe an easy way to keep the titles, create their storyline for another another day. Um, I think it's easy to give the pin to getting pinned by, to the Young Bucks. I think they've got the credibility there. Red Dragon's so new keep them hot for a little bit. I think Jurassic Express retains and kind of just a match that kind of sets up Red Dragon later. They're, they'll get screwed. They'll get thrown out of the ring. And then uh, Jungle Boy gets the pin or pins Nick Jackson calling it now. Yeah, I kind of uh, echo those thoughts. I think it's going to be Young Bucks that get in as much as I'd like to see ass boys or minus 10 and 10 PNP. Uh, or negative one and 10. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, Lucha or Exp- uh, the luchasaurus and jungle boy winning i i'm but i'm guessing bobby fish eats the pen oh he kind yeah. of is like so lower on the totem pole <laughs> i don't mind having him lose so i guessing he eats the pen yeah i i think i think we're all on the same page young bucks jurassic express gets to win i'm gonna go with uh brandon cutler somehow costing red dragon here whether it's, you know, he sprays that stuff in their eyes or something like that, some kind of a weird thing that uh, kind of furthers the descent between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. I think the timing of this match is goofy, too. Like, if they would have done the second Battle Royal when the Hardys could have came back, that would have been, I guess, maybe a more exciting excuse to have two Battle Royals in a row. It just kind of feels like eh, just sort of a waste of, I don't know, kind of a missed opportunity. And especially, too, like you have number one contenders already like what's the necessity of two separate battle royals i think it's kind of overthought uh in this storyline especially when they're just pushing red dragon and young bucks going at it like i almost thought at first it was going to be just those two having a tag team match 
and then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus would go up against the Acclaimed or someone. But nah, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I think that it's weird to do the two battle royals. Like I would have rather see it be the second. This like tonight's is like a uh i don't know like a ladder match or or what if contract you did like, on a pole match yeah there you go are you serious uh, is it or, a yeah, contract on a pole? no mul- it's not is it <laughs> no 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 we're oh, saying like, like oh, having no. it be Good Lord. or like or maybe like if they were going to do the two battle royals they should have done it where the t- tag team partner a from each team was in this week and tag team partner b was in for next Damn. week you're good yeah you're good yeah. that's great thinking Send resume to Tony Khan. I would, I would love to. If these rumors of him buying ROH are, are true, then I would love to uh, feud with Cody over the book. So, <laughs> all right, moving on. We've got. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's a double main event. I'm, I'm going to go out there and say it because I'm really excited for both the, the, the two big title matches coming up. We've got Doctor Britt Baker. Hit it with me, boys. DMD versus Thunder Rosa. Holler at me, Sean. Yeah, last week I feel like you kind of insinuated that you think Thunder Rosa was is going to win, and I don't. I just don't know if Britt Baker loses yet. I think. Let Let me clarify. I didn't insinuate anything. Thunder Rosa will win. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, great, Swami. Um, for sure. I don't think. I just don't think now is the time for Britt Baker. Maybe. I think she's just still too hot of a product to. You got to keep the title on her. I don't. I think maybe Thunder Rosa is a great wrestler in the chase, but title run just doesn't really seem there right now. She kind of has been gone for a bit and now she's back, but sticking with sticking with my dentist. Uh, we're not on video, but my DMD hand signal thing was the shittiest one I've ever done. It was just went like backwards. In the same spot twice. I love Thunder Rosa in this match. I, it'd be cool if she saved a Kill Bill outfit for the pay-per-view. Maybe there's something even more spectacular coming our way. I don't know. But uh, I think she goes over here. This is a main event match, too. This is the one of the matches I most anticipated to see, with the exception of CM Punk and MJF. I think this will be great. Uh, they'll have, hopefully, a four-star match, if not more, and coronation of a new era. I want to see Thunder Rosa win this. I'm I'm tempted to throw out some sort of a wager right now to uh, to Sean I'm listening. Uh, on this. But I'm listening. Uh, You want to do my homework? No, absolutely not. Oh, damn. Oh no, I'll do it. I'll I'll take you up for it. Okay. Take you up so for wait, it. Are you are you are we saying so if if Thunder Rosa wins, Sean has to what I like feel like Sean doesn't episodes? have anything to lose here though. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, like Sean would have to do two episodes, I think, because he's the already doing the one. Or like <laughs> if Sean loses, he has to start a Twitter fan account for that show. Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. he can't he has to tweet from it until it gets a hundred <laughs> followers. <laughs> that's that's big. That, that, that's no, that, big that would be hard. No, yeah. that would be that would be way too difficult. But I would love for that to be uh, the punishment there. But no, uh, yeah, I say I say Sean would have to do two there. Oh, geez, I I don't know if I trust my dentist that much with my life. That we'll have to discuss in the week. I think. Um, all right well we'll it'll be after before, before the show starts on sunday we will have check our twitter at, at wrestling elitist podcast might have uh, a new follower there. <laughs> what if it's a great show like it's actually like very fun what if then i then i feel bad for you guys not being on when the train started 
because <laughs> I'll be right there. And finally, we have our second of the main events. We've got Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole, baby, for the title. Um, I think this match kind of, to me, feels a little bit rushed and kind of how quickly they all of a sudden had it come together. But at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be a banger of a match. Sean, who are you going with? I'm uh, I'm sticking with the champ. I think Hangman retains. I the yeah the feud kind of just has seemed very quiet. Uh, we we see Adam Cole lose live in person. Might, the lights might have been out, but it just seems weird that you go from that to a title title run. So sticking with the champ, I think he still has a lot to prove, and there's a lot more things they can do with him. Yeah, I think that's a regrettable move in hindsight to have Adam Cole uh, lose to Orange Cassidy, and his character I don't think has been as strong so far. I know that's a delicate topic to talk about that he hasn't been the best version of adam cole so far in AEW, but i think there's a little bit of merit to that it'll be a great match uh i'm sure there's going to be an endless amount of false finishes towards the last three minutes of this match that's an adam cole specialty where it's going to just go on and on and on in a good way i think uh but i think uh more more harm would cause uh hangman to lose here than it would adam cole so i'm gonna go with our boy hanger and he's gonna uh ride off into his uh millennial sunset yeah it's gonna it's to me this 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 match has a hangman all written all over it um i'll be i'll be not watching live but when i do watch when i do get a chance to watch i will be making sure i'm wearing some uh, nice chaps and uh have a nice belt buckle and cowboy hat on because I'm riding with him till the day I die and uh, excited to see him versus Adam Cole because I, I do think that this could be kind of I know obviously the the match against Brian Danielson uh, was big, but I think this could be kind of like that first like that pay-per-view win. That's a little bit of a defining moment for the the title run that he's had. So uh, excited about that. I'm going to throw a curveball. You guys, this wasn't on our show prep sheet, but we all know that uh, AEW loves to have debuts. Uh, at pay-per-views, always some type of a surprise, it seems like. Will there be a surprise at some point of a new signing? If there is, who are we going to say it's going to be? Sean? Um, if there is, I don't I don't know if it now's the time, but I think uh, Samoa Joe would be a nice nice pull, like you said earlier. That would be a real good one, but I, I'm not really expecting it on this pay-per-view. I guess Swerve? Oh, yeah, they did sign him, right? But they already did like the TNT thing with Jay Lethal and he's kind of where the hell's Jay Lethal at. So I don't know if that's going to be like because that's what the function he'd come in at is like someone who'd be challenging for that belt probably. But if you have a brass ring winner on this show, I don't know. That made seem like he's just kind of there. So I don't know. Maybe Samoa Joe, maybe Shane McMahon. <laughs> Sean just made a face like he was like, actually, yeah, I think Shane McMahon sounds. No, I would just lose my <laughs> Pat McAfee's uh, wrestling at WrestleMania, so maybe uh, Troy Aikman, now that he's out of his commentating deal, maybe he shows up here and takes over JR's spot. Who knows? Jason Hansen. <laughs> need, need another kicker. Um, I Yeah, I think, I think Swerve's a good guess there. Um, I'm still expecting to see Ember Moon at some point as well, or Athena now. Uh, but if I've got to commit, oh, to, a, commit to a guess here... Yeah, I think I think I would have to go with uh, Swerve. I saw something too that apparently like Warner Media really sees him as a potential like crossover star. So I I do think that they want to do something big with him. So maybe 
somebody whoever wins the face of the revolution ladder match or something like that he comes out afterwards and kind of just has like a stare down type of thing to kind of set that up uh that'll be my official uh guess there what do you guys see as match of the night uh dog collar definitely just be the most memorable and outrageous that's yeah i think i think that that's got to be it's there's so much behind it you know what i mean Uh, some of these other matches i mean you look at jericho and kingston as intriguing as that matchup is like it and it has technically been going on for a long time but they just really heated it up over the last two weeks uh and some of the other stuff and then same thing with uh hangman versus adam cole it's it hasn't been heated up for super long plus cole's just coming off of a fresh loss that wasn't a loss technically um and just mjf i think that as much as he's not like a work rate guy like what everybody thinks of like in terms of like an aew like you know, those those guys that were big stars before because of the matches they would have. I think MJF is one of the most, if not the most consistent when it comes to like delivering quality, quality matches. Yeah, it's going to be a great pay-per-view. I think uh, All Out and Full Gear were all-time classics. I think Full Gear is probably the best pay-per-view of all time, even though I don't think it won the award for our group. But hey, whatever. All Out? No, All Out did. Yeah, All Out did, but I thought Full Gear was better. But that's just me. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's cool to be wrong every now and then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, pressure's on revolution. I mean, this is a, a stacked card. It's impressive on paper. It's just can they deliver? And it's a weird spot because, uh, again, so many matches have the potential to be four star plus. And it's a matter of timing. It's a matter of where they're positioned on the card. Uh, normally, I would think a hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole match would be four and three quarters if they were given time on pay-per-view like that just seems like that would be an automatic but it may not because other matches outshine it so it'll be a hell of a show sean boy and i are gonna have one hell of a good time in downtown plymouth and hanging out and alex hell yeah we are what's that hell yeah we are hell yeah exactly and you'll be off you know watching it on uh streaming on aol or rhapsody or whatever it's gonna be on yeah yeah actually i'm trying to pull it up off napster it's on Napster, Ooh. yeah. Damn. <laughs> I Careful can't wait that. for your computer to shut down after you download it on fucking BearShare <laughs> or LimeWire. <laughs> well, that'll wrap up the show. Um, one thing I do want to shout out for everybody, though, is we finally got it. We talked about it earlier in the show. AEW is coming to Detroit June 29th. I've already put some block the time on my calendar for work for that moment so that we can hopefully nail uh, some front row tickets for that show. Super exciting. They're finally coming here and they're coming to little Caesars arena, which I think that's the really cool thing to look at is yeah. typically, I mean the show that we went to in Cleveland, that was at a uh, university and same thing. The shows that I've been to in Dallas, those were at a, at a university. So when they came to Detroit, they chose uh, the same place at the Pistons and Red Wings place. So that must be a good sign for what they see as our market. So once again, Please make sure to subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify. Uh, visit visit WrestlingElitist.com for our latest match reviews and articles. Help support the show and the website by sharing our content with the rest of the internet wrestling community. And finally, if you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to address on the podcast, hit us up in the comments section wherever you stream your podcasts or email us at WrestlingElitist.com. We love you all. Rick Rude, hit the music. Hit the music.